what was in place then? Like what has worked? What has worked for me before when I had absolute clarity? I was consistent. I was focused. I was doing the hard things. I had clarity of action. I had peace of mind. I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing, when I was supposed to be doing it. And I was achieving at a really high level. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure, the show for successful people and those who want to become successful. The only podcast that reveals the true nature of success through conversations with world-class performers while also sharing my own lessons of success through failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, and today I'm bringing you a solo episode. By the end of this episode, you will know exactly what you need to do to be at your maximum consistency and your maximum focus this year. If you enjoy these episodes, make sure to tell a friend. This particular episode number is 387, so tell a friend to go to jimharshawjr.com slash 387 or just to find the Success Through Failure podcast on any podcasting platform. I can't believe we're approaching 400 freaking episodes. I talked to the podcast team this morning, actually, Pauline and Michael, and we were talking about what are we going to do for episode 400. And we've got some great ideas in the hopper, great ideas brewing for you. So stay tuned. Episode 400 is coming up and uh, we got something exciting planned. Gosh, I, I still can't believe 400. So what we're talking about today is how you can be consistent, how you can be focused and the template. There's a template for you, right? It's not the same template as it is for me, but you're going to learn this template. Yes, I know there are thousands and thousands of you out there listening but I'm going to share with you the exact template for you specifically so you can be the most consistent and the most focused this year. Now, these might be in different areas for you. You may be really focused and consistent in your health and fitness, but not in your faith. Or maybe you're really locked in at work, but not with your relationships at home. All right. So we're going to talk about all of these areas. And really, the question that I'm going to share with you is. The lead question that has been really been the catalyst for my business and my coaching program, having helped you know thousands and thousands of people around, you know certainly hundreds of thousands, I guess, people through the podcast over the years, but also individually coaching hundreds of individuals. We've helped them improve their performance and make more money and have better marriages and get more fit and have a balanced life. It all came from this one question that I asked myself years ago. Before I share that with you, I, I want to share something that's going to be really helpful for you if you download this. I, I spent the past year really honing a tool that I just released for my clients just recently, really a few weeks ago, and they all love it. I was hoping that they would like it. They all love it. It's a brand new goal-setting tool. It has a lot of things that you, if you've downloaded the goal-setting worksheet off of my website before which you can get access to if you go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. That's where you get access to the action plans. I send you a link. By the way, bookmark that link because every week we add the new action plans and new resources and things like that to that page. Whenever you get that link, make sure you save that. Make sure you bookmark that and come back to that anytime you want to get the new action plan for each episode. And my goodness, there are, well, there's an action plan for every episode, so 400 plus there's additional tools and resources on there as well. We're going to add a new one here. And this one is really cool. Like I said, we spent the past year working on this. Pa uh, Pauline and I have been working on it quite a bit. She goes by Pal. I almost called her Pal. That's her uh, her nickname. But Pal and I have been working a lot, a lot on this. And, and I gave it to one of my clients last year to really test drive it. And he 
put it through the ringer and, and kind of gave some really great feedback. So this thing is going to help you stay consistent and focused because one of the cool things, it's we moved it from a, a document to a spreadsheet. And the thing that a spreadsheet allows us to do is track your goals better and score them. We actually score your performance. As the year goes on, you can see your performance as the year goes on. There's a score. You're actually going to get a number and it's going to score you in two different ways. Number one, it's going to score you each month. Like, how did I do this month overall on all of my goals? How did I do? And the second way it's going to score you is how did I do in this particular category? Maybe it's your health and fitness goal, or maybe it's your worker or financial goal, or maybe it's your personal relationship goal. It's going to score you in each of those categories as the year goes along. So really cool tool, super easy to use. I mean, once you plug your goals in, it's just a matter of once a month going in there and, and updating. And it's really easy and it's a really great tool. It's something that I use. It's something that our Pathfinder coaches are now using with their clients through the Harshaw Group. And I think you're going to really enjoy it too. That's going to be in the action plan. So make sure you grab your copy of the action plan. Again, go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. I'm actually going to include a little video. There's a short video that will, it's five minutes long. You can watch it on two times speed. It's two and a half minutes if you want to double it up. And it will explain how to use this. Again, really easy. You may not even need the video, but it'll be a little bit of an explainer video. Again, I've only shared this with my inner circle clients so far. So you can get, you know, kind of first time access to this uh, outside of that group. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. That's jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. Now, everything I'm sharing with you here today is based off of one question and it's only three words. This three-word question has led to incredible clarity for me, and it's led to all of the results that my clients have gotten. Everything that we've built our business on was based on this one question. When I was at a low point in my life, I had a failed business, a struggling marriage. I was in the worst physical shape of my life. We had debt up to our eyeballs. I was a mess. And I asked this one question, and it changed everything. What has worked? What has worked? What has worked in the past for me? And for me, when I answered that question, I look back at my life when I was performing at an elite level as a college athlete, as NCAA Division I All-American, I was ranked eighth on the Olympic ladder. And I look back at that time and said, what was in place then? Like, what has worked? What has worked for me before when I had absolute clarity? I was consistent. I was focused. I was doing the hard things. Uh, I had clarity of action. I had peace of mind. I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing, when I was supposed to be doing it, and I was achieving at a really high level. What has worked? So I want you to ask this question. What has worked for you? I'm actually going to give you the answer. I'm going to tell you what has worked for you. All right, so here's the first thing that's worked for you. You had a coach or a mentor, right? When I look back on my life, I could have run my own wrestling practices in college. I had wrestled for, you know, uh, what, 12 years to that point in my life. I'd wrestled since I was in first grade. And could I run my own practices? Sure. I'd been through thousands of practices in my life. Could I run the practice myself? Absolutely. But guess what? I had a coach. I had people there pushing me, helping me see my blind spots, making me go harder than I would have otherwise, having a structure for me, having a plan, helping me get the most out of myself. 
I could have done it myself, but I got so much more. I was a very good wrestler, but I became an excellent wrestler. I reached the top, the pinnacle of what I did in the country. I was one of the best in the country what I did because I had a coach. Tom Brady has coaches, right? He has, he has a quarterback's coach. Pretty sure Tom Brady knows how to throw a football. He has uh, strength and conditioning coaches. Pretty sure Tom Brady knows his way around a weight room by now. He has health and nutrition coaches. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady knows what to eat. But guess what? If you want to be elite, you have to have those people in your life. I have a business coach. I actually had a business uh, a call with her just the other day. And I had action items, things that I had to get done before that call. And guess what? If I didn't have that call scheduled with her, those things would have not gotten done. But it was less than 24 hours before that call. I'm like, oh man, I got to get this done. Like I'm on the hook for this. I got to get this done. There was accountability there for me. Guess what? I got it done. And you know what that has led to? I'm, I'm speaking in front of about 100 CEOs in a couple of weeks. Because I followed through on one of the action items, which is re reaching out to some people and just making a connection. And because I did that, you never know what's going to happen in certain, certain scenarios like this. And this was just sort of some networking outreaches I wanted to make and connections. And this one in particular led to me having the opportunity to speak in front of 100, 100 CEOs. Huge opportunity for me, all because I had a coach, all because I paid somebody to hold me accountable to do something that I could have easily done without her, but I wouldn't have done without her. I have clients who I work with. We, I should say, we and myself and, and the other coaches in the Revealer Path coaching program under the Harshaw Group, we have guys, and men and women, who are working with a personal trainer. Several of them were Division I college athletes. Do you think they know how to work out? Of course they do. Why would you pay a personal trainer if you know how to work out? Because, because the personal trainer gets you to do the thing, the hard thing, and gets you to hold you accountable to doing it. When you have money on the line, you show up and you pay somebody, they help you get it done and they're going to help you get it done even better than you would have otherwise. Because you have that coach or that mentor, that person outside of you. Here's the other thing about having a coach or a mentor. And this is just the first one. I'm going to give you several, several things that have worked for you before because you've, you've, if you've participated in any sport or any activity, you had a coach, you probably had mentors in your life, that has worked. Here's another example. Ruben Gonzalez, who I interviewed Ruben back in episode 165, four-time Olympian in the Luge. Ruben's coming on again this very next episode. So next week, if you're listening to this, the week I publish this, the next week, uh, the next episode, 388, is with Ruben Gonzalez. Or if you're listening to this sometime in the future, it's the episode right after this one. He published a book called The Shortcut. And The Shortcut essentially is about his shortcut from going from a below average athlete. He was a college athlete. He was actually on, on the soccer team in college, but he was like, he's like, I was pretty much a water boy. You know, he, he walked on and he, he wasn't really on the team, wasn't good enough to be on the team. And he'll tell you that he's a freaking four-time Olympian, but he had a shortcut. And there, there's so much more to it, so much more nuance than this, but the shortcut was having a coach and really listening to what the coach shared. And, and Ruben really breaks this down for us in, uh, in the next episode. I think you're going to really enjoy that. He's got some great stories too. But you also had coaches. You also had mentors. You had people who poured into you when you found success in your life. So replicate it. What has worked? That worked. 
And it's going to work for you in other areas of your life too. Maybe you're crushing it at work and you're making tons of money, but you're like, man, I really got to, I got to get my, my health and fitness lined, straightened out. Or I need to really dial things in in my relationship, pay more attention to my spouse or my kids or whatever it is, you can replicate this in other areas of your life. Of course, if you want to have that conversation, give me a ring. You can grab time on my calendar. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply. You can apply for a, a free coaching call with me. All right, let's move on past the first one. Second one, here's what's worked for you. For you to be consistent, for you to be focused, for you to be locked in, for you to execute at your highest level, here's what's worked for you. Deadlines. You ever had a project at work? Of course you have. You have a deadline, you get it done. You ever had a project due or a test coming up in school? Yeah, you had deadlines. And you got it done because you had the deadline. You ever signed up for a 5K race, marathon? I got to train for that. I did. I signed up for a marathon a few years ago and I was like, well, damn, I guess now I better start increasing my running. And the deadline came and I ran the freaking marathon because I had a deadline. You ever plan a vacation and, and think about like the, the week before vacation, especially the day before vacation, you're two, three, four, five times as productive. You're consistent, you're locked in, you're focused because you have to go on vacation. You have to get things set up so that you can leave the office or leave work for a week so you get focused, you get consistent because you had the deadline. Can you create a deadline? Can you make some kind of commitment? Can you find a way to put a deadline on the calendar? I mean, to be honest, the story I shared about the coach and, and me getting the small action items done leading up to my coaching call, there was a deadline there too. Right, so some of these overlap. I had a coach, and the second one here is is deadlines. Do you have deadlines? Find ways to implement deadlines. Put them on your calendar. Have other people hold you accountable. Make a commitment and create deadlines. All right, so that's the second one. The third one is social accountability. Social accountability. This is about you. It's about status. About being part of a group. It's about who you are. Like I'm part of this F three workout group. I've talked about F3 before. I interviewed the founder of F3 back in episode 275. Dave Redding goes by Dread. That's his nickname in F3. All of us in F3 get nicknames. I don't know if I've ever shared it on the podcast before, but mine is Grappler. Uh, that's my nickname. They weren't very creative that morning. Uh, I was a college wrestler and they didn't have their creative hats on. So it's kind of good because you never know what you're going to get when, when it comes to, to naming time. But I'm part of this F3 workout group and there's just a social accountability. I'm not paying any money, anything like that. I just, there's this group of guys who expects me to be there and I expect them to be there. And there's a social accountability. So I'm more likely to show up. I'm more likely to do it. Another one is just being on a, on a team, like being on a sports team. Like when I was on a sports team, there was social accountability. Like if I want to be more consistent, more focused, and you know, I'm on a college wrestling team and you know I've got my teammates who are all locked in, dialed in, they're, they're focused, they're consistent, they're working towards the same goals. And if they're doing it, guess what? I'm going to be doing it too. Like get around those people. This is part of what we call the environment of excellence. This is a specific part of our coaching program. We actually work on this, the environment of excellence. When I was wrestling at the University of Virginia, I had an environment of excellence. There was social accountability. I was around not only my wrestling teammates, but all these other amazing athletes. University of Virginia Athletic Department is one of the top-ranked athletic departments year in, year out. It's consistently in the top 10. It's been in the top five. When they rank, rank overall, the, all of the sports performance, it's one of the best. And I was around all these athletes, these great players from all these different sports. 
there was social accountability. And, you know, church is another one, right? There's just, when you go to church, you make friends, you make connections. And I feel like, gosh, if we don't go, like my pastor is not going to see me there. And these friends that I have made there, they're not going to see me there. There's this kind of the social accountability at work and at play as well. So how can you use this to your advantage? What has worked? This has worked for you. Social accountability has worked for you. Replicate that. Replicate that in every area of your life. I don't care if you're a high performer. You're like, man, I'm doing pretty good. I don't have any social accountability. I don't have a coach. I don't have a mentor. There's no deadlines, but I'm kind of performing pretty well there. Guess what? You're leaving too much on the table. There's more in the tank. There's another gear to drive around with the parking brake on. You can get to a higher level. Implement these things I'm talking about here. All right, so that's the third one. The next one, put freaking money on the line. Put money on the line. That'll make you consistent. That'll make you focused. You show up to work every day, don't you? Why? Because there's money on the line. You don't show up to work. You do it enough times, you get fired. You don't get the paycheck. There's money on the line. I talk about paying for a personal trainer. Not only is there the deadline that's there, not only is there the coach who's going to push you through that workout, the personal trainer, but there's also money on the line. Like you pay money, you're going to show up. I've got clients who we work with, they pay us money because they know they're just going to get stuff done and they're not going to, they don't want to waste their money. They don't want to just say, ah, Jim, uh, you know, I know I paid for the call, but um, you know, I'm paying for the coach coaching, but you know, I'm just going to skip the call. That doesn't happen. People know the value of this. They put money on the line and it happens. They become more consistent. They become more focused. If you don't have this in your life, how can you welcome it into your life, right? Again, whether it's coaching, whether it's you know paying to sign up for the marathon or paying the gym membership, you're more likely to take action. What has worked? This has worked for you. It's helped you be consistent. It's helped you be focused before. Why not replicate it in your life? Here's the last one, identity. You do things because it's your identity. You're consistent and you're focused because that's who you are. Personally, you know, I look back on my wrestling career. I almost quit wrestling in my third year in college. So I, I was in college for five years. I got a master's degree my fifth year and I redshirted my first year. If you're not familiar with what that means. You get five years to do four years of competition. So you can redshirt one of those years where you, you're still training, you're still on the team and practicing with the team every day, but maybe you're not going to be the starter that year. So, or maybe you're injured or something like that. Um, you take that year off in terms of competing, actually starting and playing in competitions. And so that's what I did. I redshirted my freshman year, my first year, but my third year in college, I almost quit because I had health issues. I had severe asthma. It got really bad. It was a combination of different things in the environment. In my, I think in my living environment, we were like basically living in squalor. It was like nine guys living in a, in a house in college and we were a bunch of knuckleheads and nobody cleaned because, you know, parents weren't there to make us do it, right? We didn't have that accountability and uh, it was disgusting. And that was probably a big part of it. And there was just, I think, other factors as well. So I had these really bad health issues with my asthma. It got really severe. I was on all this medicine. And this medicine makes your heart bump faster. And it's like, you know, you're pushing yourself as hard as you possibly can every practice, every single day. And there's some real health concerns there. And when actually my dad proposed it to me, he said, hey, maybe, maybe you need to step away from the sport. And I cried. I cried and I cried because I cared so much. Like, this is who I was. I was the guy on the wrestling team. I was consistent. I was focused because that's who I was. 
Now, most every single other person at the University of Virginia was not a wrestler, right? When you, when you think about if I quit, I would have been normal, would have been just like every other student, right? But that wasn't my identity. That wasn't normal for me. My identity was as a wrestler. And, and you can say that's good. You can say that's bad. But there's a lot of positives that came with that. That kind of stuff can become a negative once you're done, let's say, with a sport and you lose your identity and you kind of go off the rails in your life. And I certainly know people who have done that. But that was my identity at the time. And therefore, I stayed consistent. I stayed focused. I was around that environment of excellence. I was around the other guys. And I had coaches in my life. And there was money, scholarship money on the line. You know, there's so many things around that that helped me be consistent, helped me be focused, and maximize my potential. Now, had I not had some of these things, yeah, I would have been a pretty good wrestler. People have been like, yeah, he was a pretty good wrestler. But I would have never gotten on the podium at the national championships. How about you? This works for you too. How do you leverage this? How do you make yourself or help yourself grow in, in your identity in some area of your life, right? You're like, man, Jim, I'm not really dialed in. I'm not really consistent and focused in this area. And I really, you know, I feel like I should be mentally sort of performing at a mediocre level. But, you know, I, I think that's who I am. My identity is at this mediocre level and I can't, you know, get to that my next level, whatever that next level is for you. If you feel stalled out, You've got to work on this identity piece. And I actually, I actually talk more, more broadly about this sort of in the environment of excellence episode back in episode 355, 355. If you want to grab that next, that'd be a great one to listen to next is episode 355 about the environment of excellence. But the identity can be impacted through things like your speech, right? Mantras, things that you say. You have to be on top of this. You have to be aware of this. You have to do the mindset work to really craft and create and leverage this identity piece. Otherwise, it's just something like a good idea you heard on a podcast sometime. People, talk to people like Michael Chandler, who you know, is one of the best UFC fighters in the world, who I've had on the podcast a couple of times now. He talks about this. like He does the work. He does the work. He always talks about He's like, I was a small kid from a small, small town who was taught to think small. But he does and has done and, and does currently the mindset work every day. Part of that is your speech, mantras, right? Part of that is the people you're around, right? The being part of a mastermind group. My clients, they get more out of life because they're around other people with similar goals. They're high performers and they want to perform even higher. So they're part of these groups and they get more out of themselves, right? And they be, take on the identity of the others in the group. The other part of this is you have to feel it. Like you want that identity of being that next level of performer for yourself? I don't care what level you're at. You want that identity? You want to feel and become that next level of performer? You have to feel it now. People call this the law of attraction. In sports, it's visualization. Right? People call it manifesting. Fake it till you make it. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. Be that person now. Feel that person now. Act as if you are that person now. All right. So I, I've shared with you several things here, five different things, right? Hiring a coach or a mentor, having deadlines, social accountability, putting money on the line, identity. And you may think to yourself, yeah, but I should just be able to do this on my own, Jim. I don't need these things. Why do I need these things? That's, I'm not good enough because I, if I need those things, bullcrap. Sure, you know, you listen to some guru on, on another podcast or you read their book and they wake up every morning and work out and they have an amazing relationship with their spouse and they're making tons of money. But you have to realize that they have these things in place too. This is how it works. 
Hugh Jackman, you know, the, the movie star, Hugh Jackman, he's not just jacked because he has like self-discipline. He has a trainer. J.K. Rowling, author of the Harry Potter books, and Stephen Pressfield, who I've had on here a couple of times now, three times now, is an amazing author. They failed over and over, but their identity was, I am an author. This is who I am. This stuff works. These world-class performers have these things in their lives. Why not you? Tom Brady, he's not just the GOAT because he's consistent. He has coaches. Do you have a coach? I do. And my coach leads me to breakthroughs and holds me accountable and there's deadlines and I have money on the line. My coach was a huge factor in me being able to stand right here talking to you because I was able to quit my, my dream job making six figures and my you know great job. I loved what I did. I was a major gift fundraiser flying all over the place and you know shaking hands and kissing babies and raising you know millions of dollars for the University of Virginia Athletic Department. I was flying on the university private jet and, you know, on the charter flights with the football team and the charter flights with the basketball team and getting behind the scenes access and going to the final four and doing all kinds of fun stuff, being down on the the football field for kickoff, like great job. But guess what? This is my dream doing what I'm doing right now, standing here talking to you, but it wouldn't have happened. It would not have happened without a coach. How about you? Do you have these things in place? Make sure you download this action plan. It has the link to that spreadsheet in there where you can download that, put your goals in, and start tracking your goals, and then also your micro goals. We call those the monthly goals. They're called the micro goals, and then you're going to start getting scores on those and track yourself, okay? That's going to help you be more consistent, more focused. Don't just let this go in one ear, out the other. Take action. Good luck. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.